0: Welcome to Equip, tools for navigating real life. Well, I am Pam Kennealy, and I am so excited to have this interview with my friend, Linda Ransom-Jacobs, author of Divorce Care for Kids, A dear friend of mine, a ministry partner for many years, right? Many years, (laughs) We go back a ways, and it's just my thrill to be able to grab Linda for a minute as she's passing through town and uh, be able to talk to her about some issues that are so important concerning single moms, and I know you're all excited to hear this. So anyway, I just uh, thank you for being here today.
1: I'm excited. Thank you. Me
0: too. Okay, well, I kind of want to talk about uh, the church today and what the church can do to uh, make church life appealing to single parents and what they can do and, and what that looks like. So I may just shoot some questions your way and just kind of, okay, we'll, we'll just banter talk. back and forth. So here we go. So I want to ask, Linda, why is it important for churches uh, to minister to single parent families? So many of them don't have programs, but why is that important?
1: Single parents are, they're struggling in our world today. Uh, and single parents' loneliness is a big issue um, they they work hard uh, and they have to care for their children. They need the Lord and they need a place to go where they feel family where they feel community where they feel accepted and church should be the place that they do that church should be the place they can go and find family so it's important because many times let me just tell you a story Uh, a lady in our church came to visit one sunday and she struggled coming to visit the church but when she got there as she got out of her car she's very apprehensive didn't know where to go and an older lady in the church just walked up and said Oh, is this your first time? Are you alone? Let me take you and walk you into the church. And walked her into the church. Immediately, my little single mom felt comfortable. She felt accepted. Mm -hmm. She felt a place that she could go and, and find comfort and find mm-hmm. people. And she didn't really know what she was going for, but, you know, eventually she found the Lord. But that's why we need to be reaching out to these single parents, because they need the Father
0: God in their homes. They do, and not to mention the statistics now of single parents that that don't go to church, that don't have a church home, that don't have a place to plug in and find community it's an important issue isn't it
1: there's a lot of research and there's one research that says only five percent of single parents go to church is that right five percent oh my goodness um, yes. and it depends on the area that you live in but you know nationally the statistics say that 35 percent of the children in the united states live in a single parent home with the majority of those being single moms mm-hmm. about 15 percent are single dads mm-hmm. but the rest of them are single moms so uh, and it depends the state that you live in i'm in florida our rate is four percent. If you live in Alabama or Mississippi, I can't remember which one, but they're like 47, 48. That's almost one in that's two amazing. children yes. living a single parent home, right?
0: Well, I know in Oklahoma, it's thirty-six percent of mm-hmm. the families are single parents, so that's you know that's amazing. Um, well, what can uh, what can the churches do to help these families once they come and they're in the church? You know, what can they do? What can the churches do to help these families? Well, first of all, they can look.
1: Many pastors look at single parents as needy. They don't. They shouldn't be looking at single parents as needy people. Yeah, maybe at the very beginning, when you're first entering this role of parenting alone, you might be needy, might need some funding, or you might need schooling. But you know what? Once you get healed, single parents can contribute so much to the church. So the main thing they need to be that needs to happen is they need to be accepted. They need to feel like they belong. Yes. And not only that, but they need to be able to contribute to the church. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean just working in the church nursery. That drives me crazy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're a single parent. Well, here, let will work in the church nursery. Or would you mind working on the night we have our Valentine's banquet? Because yes. after all, you don't have a valentine. You can come and... Yeah, we'll you don't tr- have anybody at <laughs> home. <Yeah. laughs> That's right. crazy. Yes. Yeah. So acceptance, let them contribute. Single parents can do so much. In my own church, the last two or three Christmas programs that we've had, we've had single parents who are Mary and Joseph. Walking down the aisle, oh, how wonderful it is wonderful, yeah. and when I see them coming down the aisle I'm in the choir, I just get big tears in my eyes because our our church worship leaders allowing them to contribute to a really special time yes, in our church
0: yes, and i 've discovered too that when you get a single parent or a single mom or a single dad, it doesn 't take much to encourage them it doesn 't take much, and once they 've received that encouragement, they can be the strongest leader, the strongest worker, the strongest example in your church body, in your home life, that it just doesn't take much, just a little bit. And our churches can step up to the plate in that area, don't you think? And
1: they'll be there. They'll be there every time the church doors are open because they are committed. And they'll give of their funds. And let me tell you, there are some single parents that are pretty wealthy in our world today, and churches need to realize that. And they could contribute. They can help other single parents who don't have the funds. I have one single dad. Anytime we take the single moms out to eat, I know I can go to him, and he will pay for that single mom or two, three
0: single moms and their children's meal because he wants to give back to God. Right, I love that. They have such a heart to serve. That's mm-hmm. so wonderful. I think our churches are, are missing just an enormous population right under their own nose. It could be a benefit in the body of Christ right there among believers. So, right. Uh, you know, I wanted to visit a minute about uh, child care workers, teachers, because you're an expert at kids, so that's why I just want to talk about kids, kids, kids. So, you know, I, I... Child care workers that have these children to come into their into their child care areas and the teachers, what do they need to know about single parent families?
1: This is so important because you know what? do you know where the uh, child in the single parent home lives? They live in child care because the mom has to work mm, I hadn't thought about that they live they are in child care more waking hours than they are anywhere else. Even elementary age school, when I had my child care in Oklahoma, I did an unofficial study. But I would have a child from a single-parent home in my child care even more than they're in public school. Oh, my God! By the time you count all the early days out, the holidays, summer... Mom has to work they 'd be there at six thirty in the morning to five thirty or six at night. They were in under my uh, influence longer than anywhere else mm-hmm. and so child care workers really do need to understand single moms and, and just they need to be uh, compliant, they need to be compassionate so when this little single mom brings that baby in and she forgot to make the bottles, give her a break for pete 's sake mm-hmm. Go make the bottles for her, yes. or they forget to buy the diapers, have some diapers there you can charge her later for the diapers but I just think we have to open our hearts of compassion. And then we also need to know how to deal with these children because these are the children many times who cause the behavior issues in child care, who cause all your discipline problems. So instead of of punishing them, And instead of using the one, two, three strikes, you're out. I don't know if you know what that is. But the first time you do something wrong, your name goes on the board. The second time, your mom's called. The third time, you can't come back for two, three days. The kid doesn't care. They would rather be home with mom anyway because maybe they were at dad's all weekend. They want to be with mom. So we need to teach and we need to train child care workers how to look at these children, how to work with
0: them. Okay so they look at them differently they, they do, look at them I differently times. and then how do that what what do they do as far as interaction with them as far as any games or any any, uh, you know, to connect with them? Or do you have anything like connectors? You know? Once yes, in, abs- how do you connect with them? Absolutely.
1: And for any child coming into child care, there should be some type of greeting every single time the child walks in the door. Like a be- name greeting or? A high five, a fist bump, a hug, mm-hmm. any type of thing. Children from single parent homes, especially when you first move into a single parent home, If a ritual has disappeared, that ritual has to be replaced. And let me give you an example. So, dad's in the home, and every day when he leaves, he gives the the little five year old a fist bump and says, Bye, son, I'll see you later. And then dad moves out, that ritual leaves. That ritual needs to be replaced. So that's not saying the single mom has to go do the fist bump, but she needs to do some type of ritual to say goodbye to that child every morning. The same thing that needs to happen in childcare. When they walk in the door, they need some kind of ritual, whether it's a high five, a fist bump. It needs to be the same thing every single morning so the kid counts on it, and then again when the child leaves. That's a awesome. big that's connecting awesome. point. See, mm-hmm. rituals are the emotional glue that holds relationships together. And we don't realize that a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And so these children, somebody's walked out the door, a dad or a mom. uh, Mom starts dating, that guy leaves. A lot of people disappearing out of their lives. Or they have to move or they have to go to different child care because mom has to take a a lower-paying job or she has to work extra hours, whatever. There's a lot of people coming and going in this child's life. So they need deep connections. And the child care worker can fill in that gap and be that deep connection. You know... 25 years later, I have children finding me on Facebook who say, "Miss Linda, is this you? I just want you to know what happened in my life and how I turned out. Mm. And if it hadn't been for you and your staff when my parents divorced, I don't know where I'd be today. Mm. So child care can play a major role in these children's lives. And we are not doing enough
0: workshops to train child care workers to work with these children. So other than routine, other than compassion do you have anything to say about any projects art projects or I know sometimes you draw pictures of family and and then issues come up that you know I don't have a daddy or something like that or or you know how how do they handle situations like that
1: i have a perfect story and it actually happened right here in the oklahoma city area um four-year-old classroom and so um the project was or five-year-old I remember the project was draw your family and there was a piece of paper and try and so this one little boy he just grabbed that paper and he just tore it into shreds and he threw it on the floor and so the teacher, who was very wise and had been through a lot of my training, <laughs> went over. <laughs> <laughs> no, she'd been through my training, and she knew exactly what she went over, and she got another piece of paper, and she folded it. She realized this child had just been through the doors, So she folded the paper, and she said, draw your mom's family family with your mom on one side and turn it over and draw your family with your dad on the other side Mm. and he could do
0: that yes
1: but he couldn't separate draw your family he was angry because he didn't feel like he had a family
0: Mm -hmm. right that is so So
1: projects like that understand and okay let's say you're going to make a mother's day gift or excuse me a christmas gift these children need to make two things then they make two cards one for mom one for dad two gifts one for mom one for dad Mother's Day comes up um, and the child is with dad. All of a sudden the child's out of control. So why, not, why can't the child care person be like a substitute mom and take that child under her wing? Or, or Father's Day's coming up. What are you going to do with all these little kids who don't have a father around? And you're making Father's Day gifts. So maybe an older grandfather type person that's can excellent. be in your child care can come in and out your doors every once in a while um, mentors and things in your child care that can mentor to these children then when it comes to be father's day they may grandpa
0: Bruce or whoever a father's day gift card and give it to him when he comes in that's so great I love that what would you say about the child who's crying all the time you know just emotionally distraught and crying and not necessarily behavior wise but our behavior, too, but, you know, the crying child. The a lot of these they,
1: children are crying because they don't. You know when a child's about 18 months old, they go through the separation anxiety. You know, mom leaves, and they don't want mom to be out of their sight. This happens to elementary-age children when there's a divorce.
0: <clears throat> because,
1: you know, every child that goes through a divorce wonders, if dad left, is mom going to leave me, yes, too? Yes,
0: there's that insecurity. There's
1: that insecurity. Mm-hmm. And so here's a tip that we used over and over and over in my child care. And I tell parents to use this now. It's, I call it the key concept. But, here, you know, so you're going to be leaving the child at child care. The mom, this child is struggling. They don't want to stay. They're crying. So if mom will just get a dummy key and say, this is the key to our house, and, and put it on a chain and say, you can wear it on your neck or whatever, but I want you to hold the key to our house until I get home tonight, until I get back and pick you up. This is the child. Mom can't leave me because I have the key to the mm. house. It sounds mm-hmm. silly, but it works wonders. It's an incredible tool to use. I once had a child, a family that um, the DHS had to remove him from the mom. The dad was overseas, and the mom, some very inappropriate things happened. And so they had... Um, uh, they had visitation with the mom, so the state worker would come to our child care and pick him up and then take him for the visitation. And this little four-year-old boy would just get so anxious, and, and he didn't want to get in the car, and he was out of control. And, and so I thought of this key concept. So I brought him into my office, and I said, I want you to know that, that we're always going to be here when you come back for your mom's, visiting your mom. And, and I have this key that goes to our front door. And so when you leave, I'm putting this on a ribbon, and when you leave, you come in here and you get this key. And then when you come back, you can hang this key right up here. And we will not leave until you get back because we cannot
0: lock our doors until you get here. Oh, that's so great. That's a sneaky way, but it works, doesn't it? It works. And one
1: day I heard, several months went by, I heard this screaming in the parking lot. And I went out, and here's a new state worker, and she goes, I don't know what's wrong with him. He won't get in the car. He says something about his key. I said, he has to come to his the office and get the key to the building. Yes. <laughs> and she thought it was ridiculous. I go, you have to let him get the key yes, to the building. it's
0: important. It's important It's to him. psychological going on here. Yes, yes dude, is but do so you wonderful. see it's a yeah.
1: separation anxiety these children mm-hmm, have. Mm-hmm. So pull them into you, hug them, uh, Pull them up on your lap when you're telling the story. And if you don't feel, comfortable, do that. Sit on the floor. At least let them sit next to you and rub their back. Or Every time you're talking to these children, you should touch their elbow, touch their arm, touch their shoulder. These children need touch. They need to know that you care enough about them, yes. that they belong.
0: Yeah. What do you do about behavior problems when they're the only one misbehaving? Do you understand? Mis- how, how do you do that? How do you correct that or get them to?
1: For the most time, when a child mis- is misbehaving, it's their voice screaming out for some help. Mm-hmm. And so this sounds crazy, but when they come in the morning, the first time they start to misbehave like they knock somebody's crayon off the floor, that should be addressed immediately. See, because if you don't address that, then I don't feel like I belong. Mm-hmm. And I have to feel like I belong. So it could be just something as simple, Oh, Johnny, you knocked the crayon up off the, on the floor. Um, let me help you pick it up. So you're not leaving. See, what we usually do is go, pick that crayon up. Crayon up Pick that crayon up off the floor. Mm -hmm. Where if you said, let me help you pick it up. Do you see the difference? Yes. At one point, the child's in trouble. But the other point, I'm helping you. I'm a child. I can't control my behavior because I'm so angry. I'm depressed. I'm sad. There's a reason for my behavior. So we need to address the reason. And then we can address the behavior.
0: Yes. So you're saying if they're crying, you say something like, is this what I'm hearing you say if they're crying? And you say, let me help you. Feel better. Let's go outside and let's get a drink of water. You say, the,
1: you can say, I noticed you're really upset this morning. What can I do to help you today? Hmm. Instead of help you feel better, because they don't understand feelings. The yes. Worst thing. What can I do to help you today? Do you need me to get you some water? And, and pe- chocolate people, I don't have time for that. You know what? You don't have time
0: not, not to, to do that. Yes, because it just escalates. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: just going to escalate, so you get control of it early on. Okay. and I do an eight-hour workshop on discipline and guidance. I'm just giving you quick excerpts This is here awesome. Yeah.
0: Now, how can we get in touch with this eight, at our discipline and workshop?
1: Where can we go <laughs> to find that? <laughs> well, you know, a lot. I write a lot of blogs. Mm-hmm. I write them to church ministers, but any child care, any school teacher can use. And it's just blog dot dc four K. dot org. It stands for DivorceCareForkids.org. Yes. But there's a whole section over probably 200 articles on discipline, guidance, brain research, all those kinds of things. And I do go out and train some. But, you know, it's all free. You just pull it up, and then you can print it off and hand it to some people or hand it to the child care worker or just use it to train people with.
0: That's what it's there for, to
1: train church workers, child care, anybody that's working with a child divorce. That's awesome.
0: And my last question concerning this is, so the parent comes back to pick up their child, and they have just been a, a little mess the whole time and you've tried really hard. What do you tell the mom so that she doesn't leave I, you know, more defeated, more stressed. I'm not bringing my kid back to church. I mean, I I, I don't know what to do. You know, what I'm saying, how do you encourage her when when there was a problem? You know what I'm saying, okay, what well, do you, you say to her?
1: People aren't probably not going to like what I have to say, but you say nothing to the mom. Okay, you say nothing to the mom. This is your problem. Yes. In your in your environment, and you know what? The mom really can't do anything about when she left your child in your Sunday school class, and the child got out of control, and she's in the church service. There's there's that there's not much she can do. The only thing she can do is come pick that child up and take him home. And now you've pulled mom out of church. Mom needs, needs to hear to God's true. word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she what if she asks, How
0: was my child today?
1: You say, You know, we got along. We got along. We got through. <laughs> <laughs> you're okay mom you're okay yeah and then and if there's an issue you can just say let's just talk later on the phone I'll give you a call later today but you never want to talk in front of the child yes ever 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 in front of the child because the child
0: will use this Mm -hmm. to get attention it's negative attention but they'll use it to get attention that's a great idea I was just thinking about the mom coming back she's already stressed enough and she doesn't want to hear her child acted up or she doesn't want to come back to church and I like the way you said you just you just smile and say we got through it, you yeah, know, and praise and, Jesus. You were here today, <laughs> <laughs> and hope you come back next week. Exactly, That's so wonderful. Well, I've, I've loved our time to visit about the children. You've got much packed in that brain of yours, and, <laughs> and uh, thank you for sharing today, Linda. Your blessing to thank you. all of us in this issue of single moms and kids and parents and churches. So,
1: well, let me just say one more thing. You know, in a church environment, we don't know who the next president is gonna be in the next several years. We don't know who the next person that's gonna bomb the fire out of somebody. It could be that child from single parent home. And you may be the one person that turns that child around. Mm. The majority up today, where it's like two thousand sixteen, the majority of school shooters have been children from single parent homes. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. And it shouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm.
1: And the church should be stepping in, we should be filling in that role. That's what God tells us to do. And He loves the widow and the orphan. And and we need to be reaching out
0: to them because yes. we can turn lives around. Right. And at the same time I do want to encourage the single mom listening to this that says, Oh no, my child's gonna be a terrorist or or the fear that comes over you when you hear that though it's true you need to remember that you press into God you lean into him you give your children to God God is faithful he will direct you he is your heavenly father your heavenly parent you have no need to fear when you're pressing into God don't let statements like that though they're true you know cause you to be fearful you just press into God know God is faithful and he loves my family and he loves my children even more than i do
1: and when you have the strength you go to your pastor and you say i need help yes i need some guidance
0: here yes there's help out there for you exactly anyway i guess that's it for today uh you have a great day and i look forward to you hearing another one of our podcasts here at arise ministries and you know where it is arise ministries.net Thank you for listening to an Equip podcast. To find out more about Arise Ministries or resources offered for single moms, visit www.AriseMinistries.net.